What's up, guys? Brett Apple here from DailyFanMMA.com, back with another UFC Quick Picks for UFC 263, Adesanya versus Vittori. It is a big slate this weekend. Two championship fights, of course, the middleweight championship, Adesanya versus Vittori. The flyweight championship, a rematch, Brandon Moreno versus Davison Figueredo. That should be an amazing one. And then we have a third five-round fight, Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz, which I'll get into in a second. That is the first ever non-championship, non-main event, five-round fight in UFC history. That I know of. Uh, of course, there's major prizes across the industry. Here at DailyFanMMA.com, we got you covered for all your DraftKings breakdowns, needs, and a lot more. And we're offering a special combo package for MMA Premium and access to the betting hub. It's like 20% discounted from the individual prices. You can check that out, hopefully, in the link below on my Twitter handle as well, at Bradapley, double T, double P, and, of course, at DailyFanMMA.com. But let's get into the picks. One cash game play, one tournament play, one salary play, and my fade of the week here on the Mayo Media Network. Shout out to Pat and his team for having me on once again. And make sure you subscribe, like the video as always, and comment below who your favorite DraftKings play is of the week. Let's get started here. My favorite cash game play is going to be Leon Edwards up at the top, 9.5K. All right, Leon Edwards at 9.5K is going to be my cash game play of the week. And I, I always talk about playing the best um, plays in cash regardless, and that's why I give them out. I do think you can go a couple different ways on this slate because, like I mentioned, Edwards is in a five-round fight, Adesanya is in a five-round fight, Figueredo is in a five-round fight, and you know maybe you can't fit them all into your lineup. There's not just one right way to play this slate. But it's hard for me to overlook Edwards, who is a minus 600 favorite against the returning Nate Diaz. And I love my boy Nate Diaz, but you know, unlike Adesanya, who's minus 260, and Figueredo who's minus 210, Edwards is the biggest favorite on this slate by far at minus 600, and he has a strong inside distance line at minus 110. And the fact that it's a five-round fight, not championship, doesn't mean anything to me. It's still five rounds to work with. He just has a tremendous floor and ceiling. And the good news for Edwards here is that he has a lot of ways to score. He doesn't typically land strikes at a high rate, only 2.56 significant strikes per minute, but we know Nate Diaz is going to push a pace. Edwards is going to have to land a high number of strikes over 25 minutes to secure the win. And not only that, I think he has, you know, knockdown potential as well. Uh, it's not that Nate Diaz is shot or anything and, and has been very durable throughout his career, but, you know, in his last two losses, he was dropped five times. He was knocked down three times by Connor and twice by Masvidal, and he's you know a little bit hittable, and I think Edwards packs enough power to hurt him at points and potentially put him on his butt. That doesn't mean he's going to get the knock out, but knockdown equity is important to me, and I think Edwards has that here. I also think Edwards can wrestle. He lands 1.35 takedowns per 15 minutes, but Nate doesn't really defend takedowns very well, only 42%. Nate is a very strong submission grappler, so he'll welcome um, being on his back, and that is just going to play into you know Edwards' strength of earning top position and holding it. I, I don't think Edwards is going to submit Diaz by any stretch, but again, Diaz is going to be pushing a pace. It's going to force Edwards to you know create more exchanges, and unless he wants to just pitter patter on the outside of the octagon for 25 minutes. If Diaz is closing the distance, Edwards is 
going to have to be stuck in the pocket or in the clinch, and I think he's going to look to wrestle. It's just the easiest way to neutralize a pressure game, and he's should be fairly safe in top position. So the bottom line here is Edwards can score via strikes. He can score via knockdowns and a finish, a good inside distance line. I don't know if I mentioned it. Minus 110, it's pretty strong. Uh, he can land takedowns. With takedowns comes control. With takedowns comes non-significant strikes. And based on the betting line alone, he is the safest fighter on this slate at minus 600. Five rounds to work with. There's just there's not much... Uh, negative I can say about Edwards. The only thing is the price, 9.5K. I would understand if you wanted to play Figueredo ahead of Edwards or Adesanya theoretically. And there's some other strong fighters in this range we'll talk about. But I think Edwards rates out as one of, if not the very best option on the slate in cash games. So he will be my cash game play of the week. All right, let's move on to tournaments. And I'm going to go $100 cheaper there and target Jamal Hill at 9.4k i know he's expensive and you might just think wow you know you're only looking at expensive fighters here but again in this range there's matt frivola who's a an excellent value figueredo is going to be very very popular evloev's a fun fighter adesanya is going to be very popular leon edwards is going to be very popular i'm not sure that jamal hill at 9.4k is going to come out of this range chalky he's not going to be overlooked but um, I, I really like him for tournaments because of his early finishing upside. He's minus 290 against Paul Craig here. And the downside is we don't have a ton of data on Jamal Hill. And the data we do have, in, sorry, in terms of his wrestling defense, we don't have a lot of data. And the data we do have doesn't look amazing. He has shown the ability to get back up to his feet. But uh, Paul Craig is going to look to take him down here. So I, I don't really see this fight playing out competitively. Either Paul Craig can take him down, hold him down, and finish him, or he can't. And if he can't, I think Hill is probably going to blow Craig out of the water on the feet. He is just a much more effective striker, a sharper striker, a dangerous striker. And Paul Craig, you know, you go through his UFC career, first-round knockout loss to Tyson Pedro, first-round knockout loss to Khalil Roundtree, third-round submission loss to Jimmy Crute followed by a first-round knockout loss to Alonzo Menafield, and he has a split decision loss to Shogun Hua. Point being that he's been knocked out in the first round three times already in the UFC, and Jamal Hill is a, a dangerous striker, coming off a second-round knockout over Ovin St. Preux, prior to that a first-round knockout over Cleetson Abreu, earned a second-round knockout on the Contender Series. He also lands strikes at a very, very high rate, 79 per minute currently. Paul Craig's at 2.4. Um, I, I just don't see this being competitive. Jamal Hill, you know, attacks the, the body too and the head. Maybe it won't come in the first minute, but I think if Jamal Hill wins, it's very likely to come by knockout. He has one of the best inside distance lines on the slate at minus 130. And again, we're looking for upside here. If Hill wins in any other fashion besides an early knockout, I don't think he's going to end up on the optimal lineup. He's not going to wrestle. I don't think he's going to get there in a decision just based on the five-round potential in this top tier. However, I think he has more first-round knockout upside than almost any other fighter on the slate. And on another slate, he might be the chalk. But on this particular slate, at the price, 
I don't quite see the ownership getting as high as it would be normally. So I like Jamal Hill. He's a very strong play. This should be a great fight to target overall. Minus 285 ends inside the distance. Hill is going to be my tournament play of the week there up at 9.4K. All right, let's move on to my salary play of the week. Looking at the main event, I'm going to go with Marvin Vittori at 6.9K. I love the underdogs in these championship fights, and, and not even necessarily that I'm very confident to win. But, like, for example, Brandon Moreno has already fought Figueredo once, and he scored 80 points in a draw. He has a, a very high floor and a high ceiling in that matchup. I absolutely love Figueredo versus Moreno from a DraftKings perspective. Vittori is going to be my salary play of the week because his path to victory is a little more like clear. Moreno is going to have to brawl. Vittori probably just needs takedowns. Um, he's fought Adesanya once. It was early in his career, and he lost a split decision. Uh, it shouldn't have really been a split decision. He lost the first two rounds pretty clearly. But, you know, he was outstruck 24 to 18 in round one, outstruck 23 to 15 in round two, and then he landed two takedowns in round three and, and won that round clearly. And now this is a five round fight. Vittoria has improved since then, Adesanya's improved since then. But we've just seen Adesanya lose to Jan Blahovich at light heavyweight, in which he gave up three takedowns on five attempts and gave up seven minutes of control. Now, Blahovich is a much bigger fighter than Vittori, and that's it's a different division, so the physicality angle is not exactly there, but it's the same sort of way that Adesanya was exposed, right? I, I Whether or not Vittori can get him down easily and quickly and hold him down for long periods of time, I'm not as sure about, but I do think Vittori is, at the very least, going to attempt a reasonable number of takedowns here and I just I don't think Adesanya excels as a wrestler his his double leg defense didn't look good he couldn't scramble off his back he's a competent submission grappler but I don't see him submitting Vittori from the bottom so it's very possible that all Vittori needs is you know two takedowns to win two rounds and then we're looking at oh maybe it's two to two going into round five uh, Vittori has a clear path to victory here. Now, if the fight plays out in the feet, he's most likely going to lose. But the positive there is that Adesanya still doesn't land strikes at a high rate. 3.95 per minute, it's fine. He's still defending strikes reasonably well. But Vittori is aggressive and tough and willing to throw. And he also lands 4.14 strikes per minute, only absorbing 2.9. So even though Adesanya is going to be winning this fight at range... It, it may not be a blowout, and we've never seen Vittori badly hurt. We've never seen him knocked down, so there's a good chance this fight extends a while. Looking at the props here, you know, over 2.5 is minus 250, over 4.5 minus 140, fight goes to decision minus 130, so, so generally it's expected that this fight could go the full 25 minutes, and even in a 25-minute loss at 6.9K, Vittori is, is pretty likely to put up uh, a decent score. He put up 37 points against Adesanya in three rounds the first time. Maybe we're looking at 50 points in five rounds in a loss in this fight. Um, that's obviously not what we want, but my point being that as long as he fights uh, for a handful of rounds, he's going to score reasonably well. If he lands a, a couple takedowns, he can rack up control, non-significant strikes. So, he has a high floor and then a very high ceiling. If Vittori wins this fight, it's going to come from takedowns. In his last three wins, 156, 129, 125, he just landed 11 takedowns against Kevin Holland. So 
over five rounds, that's a good sign. I mean, he's not going to land 11 here, but just shooting for takedowns that many times over five rounds is a positive. 20 minutes of control there for Vittori. I, I think he's a good option to save salary. And he there's plenty of fighters to pay up for on this slate. Vittori allows you access to the main event, to a championship fight with a reasonable path to victory, while still being able to pay up for the high upside options you want. So Vittori down there at 6.9K is going to be my salary play of the week. And finally, my fade of the week, I'm going to go with Pani Kianzad at 8.8K. And she's just too expensive. Fighting uh, Alexis Davis, she is minus 190 to win, but she is only plus 685 um, to win inside the distance, which is very, very poor. You know, she's a decent boxer and, and a decent fighter, and Alexis Davis is getting up there in age, nearing 40 years old. She's pretty slow. She's not super athletic. So Kianzad might very well win this fight. And Kianzad has decent volume, too. 5.14 strikes landed per minute. Coming off three wins in a row, she landed 98, 103, 92 significant strikes. That's excellent, and I think she could maybe keep this fight upright. Um, punch Davis in the face a few times, cut her up, make her face red and swollen. That's what happens in every Alexis Davis fight. And Kansas might take a decision. I just don't think it's going to be enough at 8.8K, especially on this slate. Historically, Kianzad hasn't scored too well in those decisions I talked about. She put up 79, 72, and 72. At 8.8K, I'm looking for 90 or more. And on this slate, probably 100 or more. I mean, there, there are going to be some big scores on this slate. It's a 14-fight slate. So we need, if you're playing large field, large field tournaments, you're looking for the perfect lineup, essentially. It's not, oh, can this fighter win? I mean, I'm, I feel pretty good about this fighter winning. You need big scores in tournaments. So I just don't think Kianzad can get there and the inside distance line doesn't you know help she doesn't really wrestle the volume is great it just doesn't score super well on drafting so at 8.8k i'm not going to be playing kianza too expensive for me she's going to be my fade of the week all right guys that's going to do it for another ufc quick picks thank you so much for the support follow me on twitter bradapley double t double p and again dailyfanmma.com for all your DraftKings and betting content needs check out that combo package this week for a 20 percent discount uh, thanks again to Pat and the team for having me on. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the video, and again, let me know who your favorite DraftKings play is. 28 fighters on the slate, man. You could do a lot of different things this week. Looking forward to seeing some unique constructions. Uh, best of luck. Stay safe out there, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Peace.